What's up, everybody? Brad here, back again. And this week, Microsoft dumped a bunch of hardware, uh, well, to the industry, honestly. We've got uh, devices coming, well, next year. We've got devices coming this year. And if you watch the podcast that I did this week, you'll know that I separated out the Q&A portion, which is this, from the actual podcast. The podcast ran long, and there's so many questions. There's 44 questions that came in this week that I wanted to do to separate them out because there's there's just so much content. So this video is dedicated to answering the questions that everybody else has had about the new hardware. And so in no particular order, I'm going to refresh the thread and just dive in here and try to try to help people work through this and honestly help improve my own understanding for it. So the first question comes from Ignorex, Ignorex, something, whatever. Uh, if Windows 10 runs on ARM and they got Windows 10X, which is a dual screen devices, shouldn't it be incredibly easy for Microsoft to provide us, provide us the options to install Windows 10X on the Surface Duo? Um, so here's here's a couple things. So Windows 10X right now is running on an Intel chip. It's actually, I'm, I don't know the specific chip, but the Surface Neo is an Intel-based device. So as of right now, it does not run on ARM, although we do know that they are working on it on ARM. Now, to your question, should we be able to run Windows 10X on a Surface Duo? It would not surprise me if in the extended future that that does become an option. But I believe the Windows 10X, I'm reiterating that they announced, only runs on Intel initially. initially I know, but I know for a fact that they are working on ARM. Uh, JRM Montag says, will the Microsoft Duo provide a Samsung DeX-like experience built with Windows 10? We don't know yet. It is way too early. Microsoft has more than a year, but what I would love to see is like a continuum-like experience make its way to that device. Microsoft could clearly do that, but you got to remember it's built on Android, and I can't see Microsoft really tying that into like a Chrome OS-like experience, which would make more sense since the Duo runs Android. Is it possible? Absolutely. But again, we're more than a year away from this. But I, I definitely think we will see that type of an experience with the Neo, which the Neo is the larger device. Uh, Alex Coomer says, hey, Brad, longtime listener from Chile. Welcome. Uh, I have two questions for you. Surface Pro X, does the price include the pen and keyboard? I, do, I believe it does not. Microsoft has never included that stuff. Well, I caveat that. Microsoft at one point did have the pen in the box, but then they started removing it. I don't believe that it includes the type cover. I haven't explicitly confirmed that yet, so you should double check. But typically, Microsoft does not include the type covers with that stuff. Uh, Surface Duo, is it water resistant? Does it have wireless charging? What about reverse wireless charging? What about quality of the cameras? Just one. I feel It feels like a device from the future that we imagined uh, four years ago. It does have all the bells and whistles of today's phone, uh, but we're talking about next holidays. These are all very good questions. And this is the challenge that Microsoft has by announcing these phones so far in advance. We didn't, we don't know. We don't know how well the cameras work. It obviously has cameras. I would assume that it has wireless charging, but Microsoft did not demonstrate wireless charging. Really what they did was just showed off a sample. They didn't want to announce all the specs. One, primarily because they will likely change. For example, we don't know the, the specs on the inside, the screen resolution, does it have like a 90 hertz? We don't know much about it. This was clearly, I think, just a demo, a brief little teaser, because if they gave us too much information, one, it allows their competitors to catch up, but I don't, I don't think that's honestly the relevant reason. I think it's because they want to drip this information out over the next year, because again, we're waiting until 2020, and if they announce everything they think is going to be final, then what are they actually going to talk about next year to hype everybody up? Uh, Torchat 
Torch Atlas says, if you had to choose between the Neo and Duo, which one would you choose? And which one do you think would sell more? If I had to choose one, and this is maybe a little counterintuitive, I don't know, me personally, I would choose the Neo. Like if I could have one right now, the reason being, for me, Neo shows off the future of Windows. They have the Win32 uh, apps uh, compartmentalized. That is a very big deal. It's a very big engineering challenge. And to me, I'm more interested in the future of Windows and it is being pioneered on that device. Anything that's really cool and awesome from that device, I strongly suspect will make its way to the rest of the Windows 10 installs, but they're starting there. And so to me, the Neo is much more interesting than the Duo because the Duo is just Android with, on two displays, which Candidly, you can go out and find Android phones that operate in a similar-ish uh, type manner. Maybe not as good and clean and as with quality hardware that Microsoft is building, but those devices are just two screens that fold, do exist today. Uh, Thrust Bucket says, question one, we need to talk about the elephant not in the room, the Surface Go. We had the event, nothing announced is set to replace it. It's over a year old and no price drop. Very key there. Uh, we can What can you tell us about the Go? It's replacement or a price drop. My guess, well, th there's a lot to talk about here because I still think that this form factor, like this is a Surface Go with LTE. I love this size. The size is great. The natural replacement that was announced this week is the Surface Pro X. I don't know if it's like a true natural replacement, but that if you're like, hey, I love the Surface Go, but I don't want to buy a, a several year old version, you go buy the Pro X because it will do a lot what the Go does. Granted, it is more expensive. Uh, they have not revved this. They have not dropped the price. They have not done anything, which means a couple things. One, is it still selling to corporations at that price? Maybe it is. I don't personally know. I know that they did sign some big contracts for these things, but I don't specifically know. Um, the one things I do know about, Surface Book 3, which was not talked about as well, is not dead, it's still coming. I'm, I'm just expecting though, primarily a chip refresh, look for potentially a bigger sort of design overhaul next year. And the Surface Studio, I think might be going down that same route of just a chip refresh if it ships, uh, rather than a design overhaul, which will be in the next iteration. So. Uh, question two, why is the Surface Duo running Android when Microsoft has shown they have the ability to emulate Android inside of Windows? Why isn't it running Windows X? Do you think it has to run Android as part of their working with Google? I think it absolutely does have to. If they want Google apps, they have to play by the Google Store uh, framework rules. They have to play by Android rules. They can't just bring the Google Play Store to an operating system that is not Android, uh, at least not without Google's blessed permission. And I don't see that happening. And to be honest, I think it's just easier for Microsoft to say, hey, look, let's just run Android. We've already got a launcher. We've already got all the apps. We can Microsoftify the OS so it looks like it's ours. And I don't know if there's a big benefit to working and putting all that engineering effort into building something just for that device. So that that's why. Uh, Will R says, Brad, I'm confused about the next Carmel Surface Pro because it won't, because won't it just be a Pro X with an Intel chip instead of ARM? Um, that, that could be really confusing and messy for customers and potential customers unless Carmel is quite a bit different than the Pro X. Can you give us your thoughts or fill us in? So for those who aren't familiar, Carmel is the redesigned Surface Pro. I initially thought it was gonna launch this year when I learned about it last year, but it got punted until next year because Microsoft, as you guys all know, announced a ton of stuff this week and they didn't feel like they needed to go down that route. It is my understanding that Carmel will follow a different, a, a similar path to the Pro X. Now, the question becomes branding, because if you have Surface Pro that looks in a similar style that is running Intel chips, and then you have Pro X running similar style, but it's running an ARM chip, 
that's not a good differentiator. So we're going to have to wait and see how Microsoft approaches the marketing here, but it would be roughly what the Surface Pro 8 or the Surface Pro 8X, maybe how they, they do it. I'm not quite sure, but there might, this is one of the challenges that Microsoft has now that they've called this device a Pro. I wish they would have called it the Surface Tablet or the Surface Tablet X. I think that would have been an easier differentiator rather than saying, hey, Surface Pro X. Um, and so... You guys know how, how that all goes. So, uh, Shikol says, despite a brief explanation Windows at, of Windows 10X, the October event was mainly hardware-focused. Uh, do you think Microsoft will discuss the software side of things, 10X, at another consumer-oriented event or possibly in the spring, or is that for consumers? So, uh, to answer that question, I think Microsoft will talk more about Windows 10X at Build. That is Microsoft's largest development show. And so that is where I think we will learn more about this brand new version or, or SKU, I should say, of Windows 10. So I would look for Build, which takes place uh, late, late-ish May um, of 2020. So, and then two, where is that simplified Office ribbon? We've made a lot of, uh, we've made a lot of their demos and events feel more modern. I don't know. Um, I believe it was rolling out. That was the intent. I don't quite know how far it has rolled out though. So that was last I heard. Uh, Tosh, oh geez, Tosh Delapenna De says, why does Microsoft, or at least Satya Nadella, hate their own products so much? They can afford to be part of the conversation and lose money as opposed to being the joke of the conversation for their lack of thinking. Just think of what would happen if Satya was a big cheese in the early days of Xbox when it was, hem when it was hemorrhaging money. Uh, look where Xbox now is as, as a result. I'm not sure that, so... I'm not sure that Satya hates hardware, and I think we're seeing that. What he walked into, and I'm assuming that you're referring to Windows Phone, which he did come in and just kibosh. Um, same with uh, the Surface Band and all that stuff, because all that stuff was under a strategy of, of different people that he then overtook and didn't like where it was headed, so he killed those products, or they killed that adventures. Um, the reason why I don't think he hates hardware is look what they announced. They announced this week headphones or earbuds. They announced uh, an Android-based phone. And then they also announced this new Windows 10X-based device. I think that when he took over as Windows 10, as I just knocked this thing over. Uh, when he took over Microsoft, he had to look at the existing projects and see if they had a trajectory that matched with where he thought the company should go. And he didn't see that their win the Lumias were hemorrhaging money. Um, you're right, maybe in the early days he would have he would have spun Xbox off. You got to remember, analysts were calling for years, for years to spin off Xbox and Bing for that matter. Now, maybe he is seeing that there is a longer tail ahead for some of this stuff and is willing to put the neck out there for Microsoft to eventually try to make money off this hardware or at least be a player and not be completely on the sidelines. These are obviously big bets for Microsoft. I didn't think they would be doing two of them at the same time, but here we are. So it's hard to say that he hates hardware because Surface granted, has not made money. Yes, they make a billion plus in revenue every quarter, but uh, as of right now, at least as of the last quarter that I was aware of, they're not making money. They're getting close to break even, but they're not quite there yet. And so maybe these devices will potentially help them push into that uh, positive black territory, but we're not there yet. So uh, Mr. PKI says, two-part question. Since the upcoming phone is Android-based, do you believe Microsoft will be focused mainly on Android-based apps being the best and feature polished compared to iPhone apps? Good question, because if Microsoft is shipping an Android phone, it makes sense that their Android apps are the most polished apps so that they run on their own phone. I don't think um, the, the iOS apps are going to go away, but it'll be interesting to watch the development strategy of are they shipping on iOS or Android first once those phones do, or that phone does come out. 
Uh, question, will you switch to the Duo phone when it comes out or will you stick with your iPhone since the dual screen phone is not usable? I don't know if I am ready. I don't, first off, we don't know enough about Duo yet to be like, hey, I'm going to go get that phone. Um, am I going to get one? More than likely. Is it going to be my daily driver? I don't know yet. I, I, there's too many unknowns. Um, we, don't, like, we don't even know things like battery life, um, how it's going to connect, right? We assume that it's going to have 5G uh, because if, if it doesn't have 5G next year, that's going to be another awkward um, thing for launching a brand new premium device. We don't know cost. Like if this thing comes out and costs two grand, I, I, I won't be buying one unless Microsoft ships me a review unit. So I think it's a little too early for me to say, hey, am I going to jump on it? I'm definitely interested in it, but there's a lot of trade-offs. Primarily being, if you get a phone call, you pull that thing out of your pocket. Right now, you have to open it up to figure out who's calling you, right? There's no external display, which I think is a mistake. And so there, there's a lot of challenges here. And it's it's going to be interesting to see how uh, Microsoft kind of works around these. Uh, Mark says, says, hey, Brad, any idea why the battery life estimates are so much lower for the Surface Laptop 3 compared to the Laptop 2? 11.5 hours down from 14.5. Microsoft cleaned up most of the issues I had with the Surface laptop this round, but the battery life numbers are concerning. Uh, with that said, it, it seems they changed their testing benchmark from continuing video to uh, typical Surface device usage, which I think is more accurate. Uh, should we at all be worried? So here's, here's the thing. When Microsoft said they get 14 and a half hours of battery life on the previous generation, they didn't get 14 and a half hours of battery life. They had a really bad test and real world was like 60 to 70 percent of that so it was somewhere for me personally or somewhere around seven to eight hours now they're changing up their testing usage here which hopefully maybe means that you're getting closer to that 11 but i'm I, I don't have one of these devices right now so i can't actually test it but hopefully that their their new testing method methodology means that they're going to get better and more accurate numbers because nobody nobody got 14.5 hours of battery life unless they opened their surface laptop put on a video turn the brightness down and then just sat there and watched like what the lord of the rings all the movies like back to back or something which that's actually might be longer than 14 hours um, but you got to watch a lot of movies continuously to get that 14 and a half hour battery life. So, Attic Attic says the obvious question for me is why isn't Duo running Windows 10X? Um, there's there's a big reason. Microsoft doesn't have the mobile apps. They can't launch a mobile phone like Experience without the apps. That is the, that is that is the death sentence for Microsoft. That's what hurt their other devices that they didn't have apps. So they need apps. They need your mobile apps. They need you to be getting Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and they're not going to be able to get those developers to build the apps. Now, they could try with PWA, but that is, they need the apps, and Android is their only route to really get there. I'm not saying it couldn't run Windows 10X. That's not saying that's never going to happen. But if they actually want to sell the hardware, they got to run an OS that is already well-established while they experiment with these new form factors. So that is a, that's a big deal. So... Yeah, and says, uh, da, 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 da. and do you think that the Android device will harm software development for Windows 10X, or if Windows 10X eventually will have a subsystem to run Android apps uh, like Chrome OS? Um, I don't think this is going to harm development for Windows because if you're building a mobile app, you're already really not building for for Windows to begin with. If you're building a progressive web app, then you're already building for Windows on all the other mobile devices. I don't think this is going to harm. Um, I, I don't think it's going to harm it. So. Uh, Lynn Harston um, says, any initial take on how will 32-bit uh, x86 apps run on the Surface Pro X? Been curious how the Pro device 
will be when you're still limited to 32-bit apps unless developers work to make an ARM version of their apps. So here's the deal. Surface Pro X will run 32-bit apps, will not run 64-bit apps. So the question is, how well do 32-bit apps run? In my limited testing, again, I don't have one of these devices yet, it worked it seemed okay. It seemed okay. Like we had, we, we were opening up a bunch of productivity apps, basically anything that was on the device. Um, I did try to download a, a benchmarking app and I got my hand slapped and they said, no, 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 can't do that yet. Um, so it, it felt, honestly, it felt great. If you go back and watch my hands-on preview, you can see some people uh, using the pen and we did jump around between the apps. It felt okay. But until you get really extensive into it and get a lot, get the RAM fully loaded up, we don't know. Now, I would not recommend editing video on this thing, and I would not recommend doing any heavy Photoshopping. This is a, a an Office 365 type device. Use those applications, browse the web, do your email, but don't expect to be doing creative like editing. Um, drawing does work, so I guess that is a potential, but um, it, it's by far, by the way, my the most interesting device for me personally announced, mostly because all the other devices aren't coming until next year. Uh, Bart says, Hey Brad, hope you enjoyed the Surface event. Question one, at Microsoft will launch another SKU, as Microsoft will launch another SKU of Windows 10, 10X, is it possible to expect Microsoft to launch a consumer-focused SKU of Windows 10 running Android apps in the future, especially as Microsoft now embraces Android with the Surface Duo? I don't know. Um, it's, it's more of a legality reason. Can Microsoft do this? They already had it up and running with Project Astoria. That is it's technically possible. That is not the question. The question is, can they legally do it or get it, get these apps out and running without it being a big kind of mumbled, jumbled mess? That we don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen right away. They're still pushing heavily towards those PWA versions. And so there you go. Uh, Redstar92 says, hey, Brad, where was Teams for Life? Well, they didn't show off any like future software stuff. I'm curious if they're saving that. Um, I, I believe it was the Verge that started up the Teams for Life rumor. I have heard about this, by the way. It's not some nebulous thing that one person wrote up and then whatever. Uh, Teams for Life is a thing, but it was obviously not talked about, probably because they had a lot of stuff. Uh, DTC PSS says, what can we expect from Surface Carmel? If it's going to have a similar design to the Surface Pro X, yes, I think we talked about this earlier, um, but it's going to look, I believe, similar to the Surface Pro X, but because it's going to have higher performance, it's going to need to have fans more than likely, even though the i5 versions of the Pro 7 do not, but to get it really that thin, they're going to have to have fans if they do all the way up to the i7. Uh, D10, oh God, Detat Genho, I Apologies, I don't know how to pronounce that. Since Microsoft decided not to release a Surface Book 3 on Wednesday, I'll have to settle for getting a new Surface Laptop 3 for the time being. I noticed that the 13-inch version uh, for pre-ordered are Alcantara only, but I prefer one without it. Do you know if Microsoft will offer a 13 version without Alcantara at some point? I believe, does I thought the Sandstone version didn't have it. Um, and also, here's another thing. If you were looking for the Surface Book 3, clearly for the performance, I would personally... Um, take a look at the Surface Book 15-inch with the higher-end Ryzen chip because you will get very, you'll get you'll get decent um, graphics performance out of that. Uh, Bryson Harvey says, "Looks like a bunch of questions on the Windows 10X and Neo Duo, so let's go in a slightly different direction. Which trend is more likely to grow and expand: the adoption of Google technologies for Microsoft products or Microsoft's partnership with competent makers to build custom internal hardware?" Interesting question. I think Microsoft is at the point where they need to just go where everyone is and they don't care how they get there. They know that people are on Android, so they're going to Android. The custom chips with companies like um, Qualcomm and AMD, while they are custom, they're not some 
like custom crate. They're not like the cell processor that was in the PlayStation 3, I think it was. Um, it, it's not that crazy custom. It's usually like some overclocking or increasing of um, the wattage of the chip or something like that. It's not it's not a crazy design, but they do have, you know, their own modified version of it. And then, of course, they brand it on there, which they, they love to do. Um, as for your question, I think we will continue to see Microsoft push further for the strategic partnerships rather than trying to alienate people. Um, and, and that includes working closer with Google because they don't have a lot to lose at this point. Um, Nick G says, the Duo looks most interesting for xCloud. Add, an, add a controller uh, to it and game on. What do you think the price, what do I think the price of the Duo will be? That is rough. That's a rough question. I bet it's 800 to 1,000 bucks easy. I do agree that the gaming experience on there is looking pretty sweet for xCloud. I, I fully agree. They showed that off in the, the sizzle reels and I think it looked amazing. Uh, Pass1001 says, Brad, two questions. I hope your travel went well. You and Paul seem to be weary of the Neo exist and what is it even good for? I was wondering if you think that the Duo is a little bit of a Trojan horse. If you can get Android developers to build and update apps for Duo and the Dual screens, maybe those developers will keep an eye on interesting ideas. So here's the idea. You ship the Duo. It's already got Android. If you get developers building those apps, maybe they'll consider scaling them up for the Neo. It's not a bad idea. It's it's really not a bad idea. Uh, Neo is roughly the same size as the Go, and f a form and function standpoint, they overlap. So other than the price point, maybe Microsoft should keep the Go around. I I hope they don't get rid of this Go. I hope they they give it a, a slight bump. Um, I'd love a larger to screen to body ratio because the bezels are bezels. Uh, they're, they're pretty bad now, especially seeing things like the X. So there you go. I I haven't heard specifically if the Go is coming back. Uh, Mark Furry says the Go or, or the Duo is clearly not aimed at the modern smartphone market. So do you really think it has a chance to sell to the consumers? I miss how well Windows Phone did in in the car five years ago, coupled with the Google Assistant now, uh, compared to the Google Assistant now. But even my fanboy heart can't see how to justify this. It's going to be an interesting. I don't think the Duo or the Neo, honestly, are going to be mass market devices. I think they are going to be Microsoft testing the waters for these types of pieces of hardware, see how they can make something like this that works and exists and functions correctly, and then see if they're going to go all in on trying to take that part of the market. The big thing they're doing right now is they're getting their name back into that consumer segment about with these products, which is a big deal for just you know keeping Microsoft top of mind. So it'll be interesting to see. I fully agree. Uh, let's see here. Wow, we've got a lot. Uh, TrueStar86 says, are you going to finally eat a hat as promised now that they've planned to eat a fully powered uh, Surface Android phone? I don't remember saying I was going to eat a hat. I said I would, um, I didn't, I thought last podcast I said I won it, but maybe, maybe I did earlier. If someone can find uh, where I said I'd eat a hat, please let me know and maybe I'll find a way to make good on that. Uh, do you think Microsoft might release a single screen Surface Android phone even maybe next year along with announced Duo. To me, that would be more interesting, personally, just because it would be a better functioning device to pull out of your pocket and use. Uh, the, the super interesting thing would be is if you could just detach and click these things together. If they're just, you just buy two screens, click them together, and then you've got a Duo, or you can just buy a Solo. That would, that would be the interesting one. Um, have you guys had a chance to go hands-on with Windows 10X, uh, like on your personal? No, they have not let us try Windows 10X. So they were... You, you could get near it, but you were not allowed to actually interact with it So at the event. Uh, now that the Surface brand has extended its arms in a powerful, do you think that the Xbox brand will be as unique? Uh, now that the Surface brand is, oh, its arms in a powerful way, do you think the Xbox brand will be as unique in its own way as well as when compared to the PS5 leaks? I think you're crossing too many borders here. I think Xbox brand is, I mean, 
I went to New York. I was in Times Square last night at like 10.45 when they had Xbox branding and advertising. Xbox is fine. Um, I'm not worried about that at all. Not worried about that at all. Um, NERP says, my question is, the stop getting previews build feature while the inside, inside proto is great, but will I continue to get preview builds until the retail build lands? For example, I have a machine getting 20H1 builds in the fast ring. If I toggle stop getting preview builds, will I get stuck in the current build until next year or will I have to uh, pay attention? Da, da, da. Oh, okay, so he stopped getting his builds. When it ships, is he gonna have to turn it back on? Good question. I don't actually know the answer, but I believe I believe I remember reading that you would eventually get pushed in back into the ring um, when things start going to retail because that is, they, Microsoft has a, as a way to watch how old of a build you're on and they will at some point eventually force you to upgrade and I suspect it would be to the retail build. Uh, let's see, does Microsoft even care about Skype anymore? Businesses are being pushed to Teams and Skype for consumers is seemingly just withering away. Sort of, I mean, if you use Skype, which I use it a lot, um, every day, it gets updated like every other week. So they're clearly doing stuff on the back end. It's not really clear what they're updating. I believe it is this like Teams for Life thing happening on the back end that we just can't see. And so it's not really withering away. They're trying to do something, but their path forward is not fully clear yet. So uh, as someone, Delta Prime says, as someone who uses a dual screen on my Windows 10 PC, I find that there are some jankiness at times with dual displays. I I can relate. Is Microsoft going to roll out any improvements for 10X to the 10 Pro to make using multiple displays better? We don't know, but I would have to think that if they can get make working on multiple displays better, they're going to bring it everywhere. I fully agree that there's some awkwardness, especially if a monitor turns off or you change an HDMI cable in and out. It really gets weird about where your apps and everything else just show up. Uh, Be Bold says, have you seen any posts about the huge clunky camera on the back of the Duo? What do you think? And is that just clickbait? Um, here's my thought. Here's my thought on the design of the device. Take it for what it is, but remember, it's more than a year away. The devices that were shown up there were very, very, very early prototypes. They were not uh, production retail units coming off the line. They were probably hand built. So. Just take that with a grain of salt. Don't look at these devices. They're more than your way as final quality. These are pre-production prototypes. Uh, Felipe says, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I love doing these things, so thanks for asking. Uh, do you think Microsoft will unveil, will reveal what runs under the hood on Windows 10X, Windows Core OS, uh, the kernel, and all that other good stuff? So when Microsoft was talking about this, I asked them if this was Lite or Santorini, and they would got all cagey, and they wouldn't actually say. They just said it's Windows 10X. Um, so we will see. I, I hope that Microsoft does eventually do a technical deep dive into the OS to, to unveil how they're containerizing these apps, um, because that's a huge and awesome security feature. But I also hope they unveil um, the actual differences other than just that Win32 and some UI elements. So. Uh, Rick says, I love the HP Spectre X360 that was announced this week. Are you expecting any more new releases this year from other OEMs? Tough to say. Um, HP obviously got their, I, I, I will say no, but then obviously somebody will come out with something like Google, I'm sure will have something here. Um, what I would do if you're really looking, well, if you like the device, just go get it, candidly. I mean, HP makes pretty good stuff. What you need to do is go look at IFA because that's where a lot of stuff was announced and it's not all available yet, but there you go. That'll, that should give you some indication. But if you love the HP Spectre X360, you know, stick with what you know. Stick with what you know. Hi, Brad. It's been a busy week. Just a little bit. 
Uh, to recap, do you have any idea? Did you have any idea that Andromeda was alive going into the conference room? What did you know or didn't? So here's the awkward part. Um, if you've watched the podcast for a while, I, I would say things like Andromeda wasn't dead, but it was just put on a shelf. Um, I did get. I, I it's real easy to make this up, and nobody would ever believe me. Um, but I did get a tip in early September that Microsoft was going to talk about a device that wasn't running Windows that they weren't going to release. If you got that information, um, even from a credible source, like how do you explain that? It's like, oh, Microsoft's going to talk about something that's not running Windows and they're not going to release it. So what, what's the, it's very hard to get um, the wires uncrossed because a lot of information comes in from many different areas and my job is to put the puzzle pieces together and a lot of times I get it right such as Morrison um, which were the ear earbuds that they announced such as the AMD laptop um, such as the Carmel getting punted until next year but then there's a lot of things like Centaurus and Dramata because they're similar devices it was hard to keep all that straight and then the fact that they're running two different operating systems it, it, like I can look back now with a little bit more clarity of the information that I knew and probably could have pieced it together but at the time if somebody said hey Microsoft's going to announce something that doesn't run Windows and uh, it's not going to be released like that doesn't make it, it's very hard to put out a knowledgeable and safe statement meaning non-misleading way um, for that so uh, his other question says regarding the OS situation of newly announced foldable devices, do you know if there's any real plan to build some kind of shared foundation between the two, something like Android compatibility and 10X or UWP? It would make a lot of sense. I don't personally know, but I don't think your thought is crazy, to be honest. And that is by Team 56th. Uh, Usman says, do you know, um, or did you ask when Chromium Edge will be running on ARM64? I did not ask. That is a good question though that I should follow up with. And when can we expect a broader discussion about software such as Teams for Life and new flavors of Windows, Microsoft 365 consumer? Well, we didn't get a lot of talk about future Microsoft um, releasing updates, meaning we know about 10X, but that's more than a year away. We didn't get a lot about what's coming in 20H1. I'm wondering if 20H2 is going to shape up to be a pretty substantial update. And if that's the case, we should hopefully start learning maybe about something early next year. We will see. Uh, hi, Brad from Alan Muir, I think. Do you know if OEMs will follow with Microsoft uh, Windows 10X devices similar to Neo? Yes, um, very explicitly was told that other OEMs will be building devices like Neo. I've read reports that Intel is pushing OEMs into building these kind of devices, and he is right. Uh, if Surface... If Surface Neo and Windows 10X device attract enough attention, developer interest, and support, do you think a second or third generation Surface Duo might run Windows 10X or by itself even dual boot Android? I would, I would think that if Surface 10X becomes some monstrous success, I think we would see Duo running X, 10X. That's, I think they would scale it down today. Um, Surface Neo telephony support. They didn't show it off like they did with the Duo, but technically you can do it with Skype, right? We don't know if it has LTE capabilities. That was not discussed, I don't believe. Um, so you, in theory, you could always just put Skype on there and get a phone number on it. And so as long as you're connected, there you go. Uh, any special, any special, uh, any special feature benefits Surfi for Neo plus Duo text messaging support on the Neo? Well, you're going to get the your phone experience. That's the one awkward part with Neo is because it's not a phone, you still have to tether it to a phone to get that your phone texting experience. So that is a potential. Um, no LTE or x86 version of the new Surfi. Uh, yes, correct. Microsoft, so that would be like the, the Surface Laptop, um, Surface Pro. If there's going to be a Surface Pro with LTE, and I'm not talking Pro X, I'm talking Pro, 
then it's always about a five month delay. I don't know why Microsoft does this, but it's very specifically always about five-ish months uh, delay. And then the Surface laptop, if they're gonna do an LTE version, which I don't think they did on the last one, it will be about five months later after the x86 version ships. Um, the Surface 6 LTE still sold? I, yeah, you can still find those. And then any additional thoughts on why Microsoft didn't use a forked Android with Play Store support? They didn't wanna use a forked version because they wanted to get the simplest route to Google Apps and they wanted zero friction. They could have forked it and done their own thing, but that would just get messy. And so they just went with vanilla Android, which people like, and it has all the app support and it's less overhead for them. So there you go. Uh, Matt Thinus with two questions. He says, uh, what if the Microsoft product products announced, would you buy with your own money right now and why? Probably the Surface Pro X. To me, that is the most interesting, followed very closely by the Surface 15 inch with AMD, because if I could replace uh, the Surface Book 2 with pretty decent editing performance, that, that is an ideal machine. So that those are the two that I would I would hop on. Um, and then he said, Paul mentioned in his article, Pump, that Panos and other key people were a bit off base on the morning. Will we read as to why in your next book or tell us now? So I don't quite know, but I, I sensed it as well. Like Panos seemed really stressed and everybody was a little, like very tense, more so than usual. Panos usually just comes out and kind of walks around, floats about uh, prior to the event, talks and quite... And, he was out, but not he. Something seemed off, and I don't know. And so I haven't started working on a, a second book yet. Um, but I mean, I gather these details up, and then when I have enough, then I'll write uh, beneath the surface part two. Uh, getting to the last questions here, uh, JLV632 says, Hey Brad, with the Surface Pro 7, I have two important questions, but no one seems to know. It has USB C now, but that, uh, but will that, unlike the Surface Book 2, be enough to charge the device? Uh, maybe a better way of asking is if I go and take an only USB laptop charger, could I charge it with that? So yes, you can charge it. You, I don't, so I know it'll charge. I believe it'll charge. Let me, let me qualify that. I was told it would charge. Um, but if you use the Surface Connect port, you'll get fast charging, which is 80% in an hour. So it, while it will charge, I don't believe you will get the fast charge capability. Uh, on the Pro 7, which features the MMC reader still, but doesn't have a serviceable hard drive. Does that reader card up to support for, uh, I don't know the, the exact specifics of the card support of the Surface Pro 7, but I suspect that it's the exact same as the Surface Pro 6, because typically if it was different and they didn't have a lot to talk about with the Surface Pro 7, they would have called that out. So uh, I do not know that question yet. Uh, why is Pena sad? I, to Jeff's point, uh, he, there, there was something off. We don't quite know what it was yet. Uh, Eminon2121 says, do you think the Duo is a Trojan horse? Uh, looks like he posted that question, but yes. Um, there you go. So uh, that, that wraps it up, guys. There were like 40-ish questions. I very much appreciate everybody at, taking time, honestly, to, to drop those in there because it gives me some work to do. I got to go figure out answers to some of these. And um, thanks for tuning in. If you have more questions, you can try to drop them down below and I'll maybe get a third, ver, ver, uh, third video up. But at this point, I'm a little tired. Going to go take a break. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, blah, blah, blah. Catch you guys later.